What a... And g'day, I'm Michael. And I'm Janet. And welcome to this week's episode of About. Today, we are going to talk about expectations. Expectations are like squeezing a glass balloon. The harder you hold on to them, the sooner they will shatter and inevitably wound you. Noted meaning cite expectation as a belief about or a mental picture of the future, the feeling that something's about to happen. Therefore, beliefs plus feelings equal expectations. And this makes expectations 100% personally owned by you. Mm-hmm. Not the person or the situation that you're setting up in your mind to disappoint you. How many times do you hear people say, I would never do that to someone? I would never think like that or speak like that or act like that. Or you find yourself experiencing a really vehement reaction such as rage or outrage at another person's words or actions because you have expectations. They are yours. You own them and they do not belong to someone else. They are your glass balloons. And if you keep holding on to them and squeezing them, you will experience pain. Some of the clients we've worked with have shared a valuable resource being the big book at AA where there is a statement, the higher your expectation of other people, the lower your serenity. Expectations are loaded with negative emotions. Picture those glass balloons holding words such as judgment, victimhood, blame, rage, resentment, anger, hate, fear, jealousy, spite, revenge, <laughs> disdain, you know, you know, the list goes on. Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying, Jenny. And um, as, a, as a child growing up, I was exposed to the different sides of this. On one hand, I had my mum and my nan who had no expectations other than me being happy and being the best that I can be. Yeah, they adored you. They did. I love them so much. And on the other side, I had my uncle, who was really my father figure, and who I really loved dearly. And he loved you. He did. And, and he was the father that I never had. But he had huge expectations that he continually forced upon me and continually judged me for the choices and the decisions that I was making, particularly as a teenager. His comments were always using his lens on what he would or would not have done. And, and while we were close and loved each other, we were really very, very different people with widely different personalities and widely different views of the world. Hmm. And as it is with all generational gaps, the world is constantly changing. So the older generation can naturally hold on to the expectations of their generational paradigm and hold that as gospel. So in this instance, there was loads of judgment about everything that I did and how I would never do that and how can you possibly think this and a myriad of other expectations. And eventually this expectation and judgment just got to me so much that we grew apart to the point where our bond broke. It was really sad, just like the glass balloons we refer to. Mm, thanks for sharing that story, Pass. Holding on to those glass balloons of emotions reminds me of the old saying, holding on to your anger about someone is like drinking a cup of, a cup of poison oh and waiting for the other person to die. <laughs> All the negative emotions we listed store themselves in your cellular memory and they can reap havoc when they manifest in physical symptoms in your body. You can actually feel anger bubbling mm. away, your heart rate, blood pressure and your pulse rate increases, your temperature rises, sometimes you'll break into a sweat mm. and your breathing quickens. It's visceral. Sure, when someone or something makes you angry or any of the other negs we've listed, feel and experience all those things. Embrace them as they are, in the moment. They're part of our fantastic gamut of being human. <laughs> However, once the event has passed, it's really important to let them, mm. not let them form 
into a glass balloon that you carry around with you. Road rage is a really good example of this. Scary to witness. It sure is. (laughs) But a good example nonetheless. When a driver becomes impatient with another person's driving or their speed or usually lack of speed or cutting lanes or not moving at traffic lights and it causes the road rager to blast their horn Mm. and shake their fist (laughs) and swear their heads off and in some extreme cases get out of their car, that's very scary. I I saw one once where he got out of the car and hit the guy. Yeah, not good. Oh, not good. On, on my daily commute to work, I've witnessed many of these scenarios. And I've noted that well after the event, when the vehicle that caused the road rage has turned off the road, like the, somebody who annoyed somebody's gone, you pull up next to the bloke or the lady who was the road rager and you can almost <laughs> see the steam pouring <laughs> out of their ears. They're forming yet another glass balloon of expectation. I can almost guarantee they're thinking, along with the string of profanities, that they'd be saying to themselves, I'd never drive like that. I'd never do that. It's the, it's the predominant driver of their expectation. I reckon they need to include a module in driver's ed to show people how to let stuff go in these situations. <laughs> As mentioned earlier, feel it. Yeah, feel it, love it, let mm-hmm. it go. Imagine the Road Rager's Day continues its downward spiral as they retell this story to anyone who'll listen. And every time they retell it, the glass balloon forms a thicker and a more dangerous shell. The negative emotion embeds itself deeper into the cells of the body. The healthier and happier alternative to this dangerous practice is for the enraged driver to take a few moments when they arrive at their destination and do a really quick and cool exercise. I've taught this exercise to a lot of our clients and the results experienced are pretty fantastic. You can use this exercise not just with road rage, but any scenario that has you wrestling with the negatives and making those glass balloons. To do this, you'd park somewhere if you were driving, if you'd had an experience, you'd park somewhere yeah, safely. Don't do it while you're still driving. <laughs> do not do this exercise while you're driving because you're going to park somewhere or sit somewhere safely. Close your eyes. Concentrate on slowing down your breathing. Inhaling for a slow count of four, then exhaling for a slow count of four. You repeat this breathing four times. With your eyes still closed, you picture that road rage scenario or anything else that's got your goat, got you mad. Put it in your mind's eye. Encase that picture in a glass balloon. The whole scene surrounded by glass sitting in the chest area of your body. Keep your eyes closed and picture that glass balloon coming up through your body and making its way out through the centre of the top of your head. As it comes out, the glass is transmuted into a soap bubble surrounding the event. It floats higher and higher above you until it's so far away, it's the size of a pinprick. Mm. And as it leaves the atmosphere, it bursts and disappears. We invite you to try this simple mind work the next time something really gets under your skin. And make sure you let us know your experiences because your story ends up helping other people. And and following on from that, I can also go back to my uncle again, who was so close to his views of the world and his expectations on how everyone should behave, not just me. His view was that his way was the only way and why can't everyone live this way? Everyone else is wrong. And I find it such a strange and foreign concept, but I know that there are loads of people in the world just like him. You know, he was such a wonderful and intelligent person. Yeah. But this was really his Achilles heel. 
and it was a really sad thing was that his frustration and anger and disdain eventually manifested into serious physical afflictions and dis- disabilities for him. I'm absolutely convinced of that. You know, it was really driven by all his expectations of other people being like him and he couldn't deal with it when they weren't. And it was really heartbreaking to witness this. And the other thing that I've witnessed with many other people is that that on the one hand, they appear, appear to live a life of Christian values supposedly based on love of one another and acceptance. But their actions are actually contradictory to this. Instead, they're often judgmental and accusatory and laced with hatred and anger. But they're so caught up with their own paradigm and expectations that they don't see the flaw in their thinking. Yeah, it's so true. So true. You can also see these expectations in the workplace where people make judgment calls on a co-worker or employee or a boss based on their view of the world, Mm -hmm. which firstly is very natural and normal, but we need to understand that this is our paradigm and while it may work for us, it doesn't apply to everyone else. So when you hear someone say or you hear yourself say, I can't believe they did this, I would never have done that. Stop and remind yourself that they are not you And we are all different with all different filters and paradigms. And at the end of the day, there is no absolute right or wrong. I was fortunate to have been raised by parents who had really high standards and showed you and led by example. Of course, they had expectations, but they kept those to themselves. When one of us came home with yet another mistake and disappointment, we were received with a heavy heartfelt sigh and asked to think about consequence for our actions, not given the rage or outrage response due to one of us contradicting their expectations. That's so awesome, Jenny. And I had the same with my wonderful mum. She would listen, support and just be there. Very rarely judged and didn't push her expectations on me. And on the other side, though, we all saw the many times the opposite through friends or other people. We knew that, you know, that they were barraged with the tirade of we would never have done this or I'm so disappointed in you or I expected more from you or I can't believe that you've done this or so many other comments all along the same lines. All their parents' expectations. Yeah. And I think I speak on both of our behalves here. We parent three amazing people in their 20s and I... We both had to learn that these glass balloons of expectation, sometimes the hard way. We faced some super difficult situations in child rearing and we've had to take the glass balloons of expectation Mm -hmm. and transmute them into clear soap bubbles that just float away and pop and disappear. I've learned to release them and every time I do, ah, the serenity. (laughs) Straight out of the castle. Yeah. (laughs) If I held tightly or if Michael held tightly onto these glass balloons, we'd be a mess probably physically, mentally and emotionally. Mm -hmm. But I'd have damaged relationships with my kids. Mm -hmm. And you wouldn't want that. Mm -mm. As the wise prophet Khalil Gibran wrote, your children are not your children. They are life's longing for itself. I love that quote. Yeah, it's one to live by. Transmuting and letting go of your glass balloons of expectation will free you. Are you ready for the serenity? I sure am. Until next time, love and blessings. See ya.